It is what it is, but what is it? The labels say my budget too expensive. Do you know the lyrics? But fuck it. No, I get it. It doesn't rhyme. Okay, welcome back to another episode of the One More Time Show. <laughs> Epic fucking fail, Henry. I should have written the lyrics. Yeah, okay. Uh, on today's episode, we are going to unpack um, the Taylor Swift <gasps> method. <gasps> the Taylor Swift approach. The oh. Taylor Swift, oh. I don't know. Uh, basically, talking about um, people who are re-recording their masters and uh, the recent craze that the labels are basically trying to uh, correct the artist agreements to prevent such actions from their artists. Uh, then we're going to move into our Drake, J. Cole, and Kendrick top three rappers right now. Mm. And that's coming off of first person shooter mm. uh, lyric from J. Cole that alludes to that being the case. I'll read the bar out myself. <laughs> I think you should. Stay tuned. Uh, and then as always, we're going to wrap it up with, uh, with some bullshit. As always. Uh, so let's get into it, man. So for, I, I think it's very important for us to set the stage about this whole like re-recording masters and why everyone's like, you know, up in arms about it. Right. So for those that aren't, you know, super knowledgeable about the business. Um, and I think everyone here on our channel is like always trying to learn more. Right. And so it took me a while to really wrap my head around this whole, even if you know, like it's worth it to hear it. It several Again. more times yeah. to really get it. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So when music is made, there are basically two copyrights that end up being produced as a result of a song being made, right? There's the master recording, which is the one that we're going to kind of talk about, right? And then there's the composition, AKA the publishing, right? So think of the composition and the publishing of all the ingredients that make the end product, right? It's It used to be back in the day, it was the sheet music. It's, sure. It's the actual- like, But our audience doesn't know what sheet music is. Sure they do. <laughs> sure they do. <laughs> okay. It's the lyrics. They're not as old as you, It's the bro. lyrics. It's the notes. It's the arrangement. It's the order of the things. It's it's, it's literally like, I, I, I kind of am just coming up with this analogy, but it really is, or this metaphor, it really is like- it's the cake's ingredients. Like quite literally, it's all the different things that make the cake what the cake is, right? You're doing a, we're doing a cake thing? I'm doing, right? are you hungry now? No, <laughs> questioning your metaphor. Don't try and eat my metaphor. Get, just continue, let's okay. see how this goes. Okay, and then the cake, the end result, like that specific cake is the master recording. Like how did all those ingredients result in the song, the cake? So Taylor lost control of the cake, but she still's got the flour, the eggs. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Okay. The chocolate chips. Yeah. Is it, is it chocolate a, chip cake? cake? What are you, now you've lost me. Now I'm thinking of cookies. Can you get back into it? Okay, let's get back into it. So basically, um, Taylor Swift was in a record deal um, with Big Machine Records, right? Big Machine. Big Machine Records. And she essentially had done six studio albums with Big Machine. Okay, her contract um, was, was, you know, expiring, right? Her artist agreement was expiring. She had, she had met her commitment. And so, uh, in the midst of all that, her, uh, sorry, big machine got sold to Scooter Braun. Scooter. Okay. So big machine was sold to Scooter Braun. Scooter raised 300 M's. Yeah. 300 plus million dollars to buy big machine, which half of that revenue or half of that value was basically comprised of. Yeah. 100, 140 million. Yeah. I think was Taylor's was discog. Taylor's discog. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, basically Scooter Braun acquired the, the rights to the master recordings. Cause once again, record labels are the ones that typically own the, the master recording, or they own some percentage of the stake of the master recording. Or obviously if the artist has hella leverage, then maybe they don't own the master at all. Right. But Ben Nipsey told me that I need to own my own masters. Okay. So we're not going to get into that just yet. <laughs> okay. Let's at least just set the stage here a little more. Okay. So essentially, um, 
in the midst of that that sale, Taylor Swift apparently declined the offer for her to buy the rights to her master recordings. Well, there were some crazy stipulations because I'm just gonna okay. There was beef, and they wanted her to not talk about them anymore and like, you know, de- devalue the brand of, of, you know, there were, there were some weird things they were asking her to do. Sure. It's not like she just said no, <clears throat> but it's almost irrelevant, right? She didn't, she didn't make an offer or yeah. she didn't make a successful offer. The shit got sold. Yeah. So basically her response to that was, Hey, Fuck this. I still own the flour and the I, eggs. I own, I own the flour, the eggs, and the chocolate I'll chips. I'll make another cake. The chocolate chips, apparently. <laughs> and so I'm going to basically bake another cake. Yeah. It's going to have all the same pieces of the of the cake. <laughs> I was about to say pie. All the, all the ingredients of the cake. But obviously, it's going to probably be like very slightly different. Like she might be using a new oven to bake it. Whatever the fuck, right? I actually um, saw, um, shout out Rick Beato, legend on YouTube. Okay. The, and by the way- Lives one minute away from me. Are you serious? We need to get Rick Beato's attention. Okay. I don't know about Rick. Listen, there's no way you're listening. <laughs> Can't you just knock on you. his door? I mean, that would be weird, but we could. <laughs> yeah, he pointed out like- Jehovah are, Witness status? He pointed out there are some differences. Like she, he thinks that she was singing better. Her sure. voice is better. They use like a better snare, small upgrades, but it's the same music yeah, for sure. Because once again, like- the takes are going to be different because she's literally re-recording it. Yeah. It is a new master recording, okay? And so basically, she did that. Um, she did that. She did all six studio albums, and this was part of her new record deal with, with with Republic. And so this was, I think her first studio album was like 2008 or something, right? And then it was like 2021 when she ended up like first releasing, I think, these new versions that she's calling Taylor's versions, right? And so... The record label is looking at this, right? Big Machine or Scooter Braun now like owning the rights to this, you know, original catalog. And they're kind of like, fuck this. Because <laughs> if, if you guys can, you know, understand where they're coming from is like, they want to protect their investment, right? Like they were the ones that invested money into the recording, into the marketing and promoting of the records to basically help get them to the value that they ended up getting to, right? So she just said, fuck that, I'm re-recording it. And in every artist contract there historically was, I think it was what, like five years uh, from five when- Five years the- after the release or two years after the expiration of the agreement. Okay, exactly. So there were, there were, there were you Before know- Before you're allowed to re-record record your, uh, you know, your music your in, a, in another form before you're allowed to make a new cake, <laughs> which, and it's funny cause back in the day, you know, I, I was watching a lawyer talk about this back in the day. That was a very like minuscule, like nothing part of the contract that never really meant anything. You're not going to make the same song again. Why? It's already out there. Um, but since Taylor has started to blow up, this has become like a very heated, like very crazy part of contracts in 2023 now. It's in 2022. I mean, since she started doing this a couple of years ago and it's like, you know, it used to be five years since then labels now are like, shit, I'm trying to block the artist from re-recording for 10 to 30 years now. And you want to know why? Because they were protecting their investments. Yeah, right? but you want to know why? I just actually thought of that as I'm sitting here talking to you right now. Okay. Bro, how many times have we talked about the power of catalog right now? It's huge. Old songs yeah. can blow the fuck up. 100%. And when old songs blow up, what do they do? They make money. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so like to your point, the reason why labels didn't give a shit in the past, no old song was breaking five years later. Mm-hmm. It was done. It was dead. No one was thinking about it. That was it. Like, yeah, they maybe toured with it, but they weren't selling 
it. It wasn't streaming because this wasn't the streaming era when these like policies or like typical contracts were being negotiated. So I'm actually just thinking about it. Like it's because catalog has been, the game becomes, is different now. It's so different. Yeah. An old song can blow the fuck up. If it, if it, you know, it starts trending on TikTok. Yeah. You know, if the right creator uses it as a sound, like it doesn't fucking matter. Like surround sound by Jid is two years old and it's re trending again. Now yeah. it's like the number one uh, sound on TikTok or something again. Which like, I love. Cause I fucking love that I love song. that song. And so, yeah, so it's amazing. Good. Right. So, but that's the power of catalog, bro. Um, and so I think that's really why these labels are starting to understand like, yo, we got to cover our fucking ass now. Yeah. Five years ain't shit. Like we're seeing seven. I mean, Hey Mickey from, you know, baby Tate was a seven year old song. It was, it started to do a million streams a day. It hadn't even done a million streams in the last seven years before, you know, as it was released. And if that wasn't enough to scare the labels into, you know, like this, Oh, this, this can't work. There's no way it's going to work. Shout out Taylor selling 1.5 million in the first week of an album yeah. that everyone already heard. Dude, Taylor's what version the went the fuck up, yo. Oh my God. Like, Literally. insane, bro. So, so how do you feel about this? Do you think that... Are, are you understanding of the label's position here? Are you, you know, artist rights, artist rights? Like, well, you know, where do you kind of sit in this? I'm always artist rights. I, okay. think, I, I think writers okay. and artists are always underappreciated. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. This, this guy is the reason that the, Wait, the SAG went on strike the, and like the way you writers just guild. The way you blindly say, I'm always I'm not, artist. I wasn't done talking. I'm ben. always artist rights. Benjamin, okay. I wasn't done talking Keep yet. fucking going, James. Obviously, I always respect... Let's like go. the artists, okay. like the writers are the people that are making this shit move. So yeah. Do I understand why labels are pushing back on the stipulations of the contract? Of course. Like if I'm, if I run a business and I, and my shit's being threatened like that, where this product that I have that is producing and, you know, making money for me is all of a sudden at risk of making nothing. That's a big deal. Of course. So yeah, I understand why that's happening, but I think it is, you know, it's interesting what she did. I, I love, honestly, that she found this kind of way to, you know, re just take back her music. It's her music at the end of the day. She should be making money from it. And, you know, and I think we're going to look back at this time as like the pre-Taylor Swift and the post-Taylor Swift era, you know, in a hundred years. Yeah. So in a, in an artist rights scenario, what, what are, are the artists just advocating for like, fuck that. I should be able to record a new version. The day, you know what I mean? Like, do, do you know much about like what the like super pro, like, let's call them the, should we call them left wing or right wing here? Artists, right? <laughs> I think the artists are probably left, left wing. Yeah. 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 Let's call it left wing artists. Rights. People. I don't like this. <laughs> okay. I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, sorry. So, um, you know, let's just say on that side of the spectrum, whichever direction we're going, okay. um, what do, do you know the argument? Do you know what they're like advocating for? In are they just advocating for like the same as it was? Maybe did they? Like, you know, was there ever an issue with what it was? Like three, three or you know, two years after the contract expires, or five after the song comes out? Do you know what they're like wanting? If not, what do you think you, they should want? Like, <laughs> what, what's actually fair? Right? I think you wrote the shit, <clears throat> so yeah, you should be able to do what you want with what you wrote because you wrote it. Well, you can publishing. You wrote it. Well, not necessarily if the contract says you can't. Well, with the recording, that's where it comes back to those ingredients, the, the, the pot, the cake. I think if I make, if I, if I own the ingredients and I'm the farmer, right? 
<laughs> Do we farm ingredients? I guess so. Yeah. These are my chickens laying my eggs. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I my made, sugar cane. And I made you a cake, and and it's your job to sell the cake, and you're doing a shitty job at selling the cake, or you're trying to take advantage of me and make take all the money from the cake that was made with my ingredients, then I should have the right to fucking go make a cake with someone else that wants to sell my cake. I, I think it maybe comes back to the, uh, the master ownership. I, I don't think we should be playing this game of re-recording necessarily. Right. Cause I mean, my biggest question is, is like, are the original Taylor Swift, I'm assuming those original albums are out, right? Still on streaming. I believe they're still yeah, out. Yeah, they are. And they have to be on her profile. She has to let them be on her profile, I assume, right? That's crazy. It's just to I, even I think was, about. Yeah, I was just looking at it. Man, what so, what like, comes up first when you search <laughs> the name of the album? Uh, yeah, it's a great question. Okay. You talk for a second. I'm going to Spotify. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, 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 for sure. So, I mean, my, my biggest question is like, a, how does that work? Right. Um, because clearly can the label keep pushing, you know, I mean, shit when it comes sure to like, can. yeah, yeah. When it comes to like sync licensing, even too, like trying to get a version in a movie and shit. Like, so it goes, I, I just typed in 1989 on Spotify, which like, is Taylor Swift's most recent release. Yeah. That is her version did of 1.5 million in yeah. sales. Yeah, in exactly. First week. Crazy. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Number one album. And literally everyone knows what it sounds like. Insane. Right. Insane. <laughs> It goes 1989 Taylor's version, 1989 Taylor's version deluxe, and then it goes 1989 deluxe. Well, that's also because it's, it's newer, trend, it's trendy, hotter, yeah. trendy. Yeah. yeah. And so it might did be 1.5 million. It might, might be skewed. But if I were to guess, the Swifties are riding for Taylor's version. Of course. I mean, dude, who doesn't want to support that? No, one, no one's like, I love Republic. I love Scooter. <laughs> no. I love Big Machine. Like, no one gives a fuck about that. Uh, yeah. Like, you but know, they do love Republic because, shout out Republic. That's who that's who released these Taylor versions. Right. So. They got no, they got the, the good, good end, end of the deal. Well, I don't know, actually. <laughs> the, other, the other end sounded good, too. Uh, yeah. But, but yeah, man. So I just think it's an interesting debate going on right now. I'm interested to see where, where it lands, right? Because I think that with this, with this shift in catalog labels do have to be a little bit more paranoid about their investment when it comes to old songs, right? Like how long can we exploit this record? AKA like how long can we monetize it? You know what I mean? Because and I hate that that word is exploited. That's the word. It is. I didn't make the word. Up. No, I know, it's, but I'm pointing out how crazy that word is to say it. It has the worst like negative connotation. And it is. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is, but that is the business that the labels are in. So yeah. like, I mean, I guess I get it, but I don't know. At the same time, like she's just changing in 2023. It definitely is, man. So like artists, if you are signing deals, that is something to be looking out for because you know, this is a thing, right? Like your, your old songs can blow up. And, you know, you want to try and negotiate, obviously, like the least amount of time before you can either re-record a version or obviously you retain some percentage ownership or all ownership or whatever. That's why this is a big deal. Um, so, you know. And the most leverage that you can have, a.k.a. the most community that you can have built on your own translates into the best deal that you can sign. For, for sure. For sure. And this is not Every legal time. advice. Just disclaimer. This is not. <laughs> All right. Moving we're, on. We're moving on. Two guys. Moving on to the take. We are going to discuss oh, uh, J. Cole's rear, uh, J. Cole's recent lyric on first person shooter, where he basically calls out, you know, the fact that him, Drake and Kendrick are the top three in the game right now. And actually what he said was, what, what do you say? What do you say? Love when they argue the hardest MC is it K dot. Is it Aubrey or me? We the big three, like we started a league, but right now I feel like Muhammad Ali. Oh, wow. Just to really put it there. Okay. So there's the big payoff from what I said at the beginning of the episode when I said I would say <laughs> yeah, everyone's yeah. so happy right now. I'm I, I thrilled. Tell, yeah. I mean, I'm, 
I'm pumped. I have goosebumps. <laughs> I mean, you can't see it under my hoodie, but like I've got them. Um, so I just initial thoughts, like, are they the top three in the game right now? Initial thoughts are what the fuck does top three mean, bro? Okay. Like, what, what are the options for what it can mean? Most popular, highest streaming, like least hated on, like what, what Reddit likes them the most. What are we, what is top three? Well, what would your, you know, I mean, we've done this before about like best rapper criteria, <laughs> greatest rapper of all time criteria. What what are your criteria for like current top rappers? Greatest rapper criteria for me is just don't is hit what, the mic. Is like what that. I think. Oh my god, Jesus! Everyone's having a seizure now. Y'all like that? That's terrible. This is an audio only experience too. Thank thank God. Yeah. Those instances were my opinion. Top three doesn't sound like my opinion. That sounds like most popular maybe right now, in which case I'm putting Ice Spice number one. So like, what, you know, what are we talking about here? Like that, that's my whole point is what is top three? Like how, what, what's the span of hot, hottest in the last month, hottest in the last year, hottest in the last five you years. You think Ice Spice is hotter than any of those three? Yeah. Hotter than J. Cole in the last year. Are Easy. you dumb? Easily hotter Are than J. Cole. Are you dumb? I'm pre- no, I don't think so. I mean, I'll, I'll do a test. I mean, you should. Yeah. Ice that's, Spice is way hotter than J. That's Cole. That's ridiculous. Bro, you're ridiculous. What do you mean? Bro, check numbers right now. So Literally. it is numbers. That's why I'm saying, what's the criteria? Is that not hot? Now you're looking at numbers. Is that not hot still? Most talked about. Still J. Who Cole. Ha- who has the most... No jumper articles. Oh shit! She might actually hold no on. No shit. Bro. Hold on, bro. Okay, let's check the. Nah, no, nah, he shits on her, bro. Forty-eight million monthlies on Spotify. She's got twenty-nine. Fuck you. That's double, bro. Fuck That's you. why I asked what Fuck the criteria you, is. You just said that Ice Spice is not hotter than J Cole in any stretch she, of the it, fucking imagination, she, bro. It, yes, by some stretch, not her by ass, every stretch, dude. She's more popular right now. No, she's not. If you look at this moment in time. Bro, J. Cole just came off of one of his, once again, feature killer. No, she's not. Yeah, he did a song. She's dropping crazy. Like, Oh, my God. Okay, that's not what this was meant to be. That's I'm why I didn't sorry, like y'all. this in the beginning. I don't okay. know what top okay. three means. Like, okay. Do I think she's one of the God. greatest ever? No, not yet. Probably not. <laughs> Obviously not. Okay, but <laughs> I, need, God, I need some criteria. What's the criteria here? I don't know how to help you in this case. This is why This is why our takes are, I don't know about our takes. This but. is... <laughs> This is ridiculous at this point. So, okay, what's your fucking opinion? Go ahead. I mean, I think the bar is meant to be like, they're prolific. They're still in the conversation. They are doing numbers. I think these are all the the obvious criteria of what top three means. Like, I I just don't, I don't know how else to put it. Like, she's brand new. I think longevity is is a factor. So, yes, they've all been doing it 10 years almost or plus. Right? Which ten, is a long time. Yeah, 10 plus, long time. They're still headlining festivals. Kendrick just headlined one music fest in fucking Atlanta. Huge festival. Yeah. Right? All right, well, in that case, it's a pretty good top three. I might throw Kanye in there. Okay, ooh. Still riding for yay. <laughs> I'm not, this isn't my opinion. <laughs> top artist by yeah. your criteria. Okay. Not riding for any, I mean, I mean... No, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I was about to walk off the set, bro. Uh, no, I still ride for Kanye and I'm Jewish. On. Yeah, exactly. uh, I mean, I'm like barely Jewish, y'all. Like, chill. True. But like, I mean, it makes sense. I'm in the Trash music, Ben you know. for being a dirty Jew a in half the comments. Jew? <laughs> God. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, no, man. I mean, I, I, think, I, think he, I think he's got it right. Yeah. Kanye's not. He's not in that 
conversation right now, man. Uh, he's really not. I think he's in the definitely in the conversation. You know who? You know what's sad? Who's just not even ever in the conversation anymore? Eminem. Mm-hmm. He really. Oh no, he's been past his prime. Like for sure. I mean, sad to say, yeah, but I think relapse was his last great album. Yeah, yeah. And we're, we're not going to open was that 09. door. All right, all right. Bullshit. Yeah. Um, so speaking of one more time. We are here on the One More Time podcast, as all of you lovely listeners know. Blink-182, shout yes. out. Watched our podcast, and decided then, to dedicate an entire album. An entire tour. And a tour to us. And, I mean, they asked us, like, do y'all want any money to license the name? And I was like, said, Tom, Tom, it's all good, brother. <laughs> and I said, well, we need to call Daft Punk and see if they have any issues with it. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. we licensed We're their- partnered with Daft. Yeah. So there's a thing, you know, but we can work out an agreement. I yeah. Think, uh-huh. know, so, so we let them run with it yeah and they're doing great yeah i mean i i hope they get they, they talked about getting us passes to the atlanta show oh they want us on stage oh have they said that i've actually been texting travis barker <laughs> okay on the side trav <laughs> yeah yeah i knew you and trav were close and trav are tight but yeah i thought that was cool it, it is. I, anytime, I, anytime i see one more time i can't hear one more time just a normal speech and not know and not it, just sure. be annoying like in my own brain but it's the name of the album and they have a title track we were talking about title tracks recently which is cool so yeah they have a very fun uh, title track also called yeah. one more time so did you listen to the album yet or should we listen to, I listened to the title track okay the title track is good was it good I think so. All right, for sure. Yeah. I That's mean, you know, were you like a, were you a Blink fan back in the day? I, I mean, think, I think everyone our age had a little bit of Blink in their life. Enema of the state, yeah. you know, with the, with the nurse, uh, the hot nurse on the cover. I, right? was, I mean, that was major. Uh, that was a moment. Pop punk for me didn't really ever have a huge, um, wave. Right. Really? So I was, Did you uh, listen to rock? I more was into the, uh, slightly like, um, metal rock yeah, kind of more like system of a down sure. and those, those types of groups, Me right? Too. Uh, disturbed, like oh, hell yeah. Slayer or whatever, like just shit like that. Metallica was my Metall- first concert. Exactly. So I, I had those phases and then I also had like the Jack Johnson's and like kind of the banana pancake s- vibes, the sublimes, the, um, chili peppers. Uh, exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So like that, for sure. Those were my vibes. But I, I never if had your to, range is Jack Johnson to Metallica, then I feel like Blink should fall in that window. They right? fell. Okay. They fell okay. just for a second. Okay. Just not very long. Fair enough. But yeah, so what's been going on with you? What have you been thinking about? Um, all right. Well, we're going to lose a lot of people right here, but let's lose them. Um, you know, I, I've been paying attention to cryptocurrency for about eight years. <laughs> Everyone stay on for about eight, just 10 years to hear the rest of this. And, uh, yeah, we are in the middle of an interesting, you know, it's it, these things go in phases. Oh. Uh, you know, they, it's, the they'll, they'll, they're quiet for two to three years and then they go crazy for a year and everyone talks about it. And it's those, it's those two or three years that are interesting to me because, you know, that's where he can't even talk about this with like out being awkward. Like you, you really know this is, am I being awkward? You're just like embarrassed. I'm not a little, listen, I'm a heavy speak confidently in this shit, man. I'm a holder. <laughs> mostly, mostly just Bitcoin, Ethereum, the altcoins aren't doing much right now, but we're seeing a fun little run on Bitcoin mostly due to the spot ETF getting ready to be approved by BlackRock. The Illuminati overlords bow down to BlackRock. Bro, you made me buy a fucking altcoin one time. I remember like a lot of it. Really? I think so. Uh, you maybe, maybe, I think you made me buy Doge or no, it wasn't Doge. something else, but you did. Maybe we'll talk about that. Later. Yeah. Okay. But no, it's just, it's interesting to see, man. Um, I'm, I'm paying attention to it. I, I truly believe in the theory of the cryptocurrency. It's just, everything is so digital now. 
Why are we putting, you know, why do we have physical cash? Do you carry cash, Ben? Never. Okay. Not at all. So what do you think we're doing here? Like, what do you think? It's just, we're just trading numbers on a digital log. So why wouldn't it go to this? So I am admitting here on the One More Time podcast, on the One More Time show in the bullshit section that uh, I'm a big holder of Bitcoin and Ethereum right now. I like that the recent spike and um, I think when this Bitcoin spot ETF gets approved, we're going to see some crazy uh, action. Wow. So, yeah. That's that, folks. As always, we appreciate y'all tuning in. This has been another episode of the One More Time Show. Uh, leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever it is that you listen to your podcast, because this is an audio-only exclusive experience. We love you, listeners. We love you guys for tuning in week in and week out. Until next time. We're sucking dicks. Whoa. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> that last shot brought that last line. Yeah. Party shit like one more time. They party one more time. Party shit like one more time. They party one more time. Oh.